Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 3, from verse 14 to verse 21. At that time, Jesus said to Nicodemus, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. I find this conversation quite interesting in many ways and in many different aspects. The first one, it is of Nicodemus. Nicodemus who goes to Jesus privately, he is a well-known and well-respected person in a Jewish culture. But he goes to Jesus privately and he's asking important questions. What must I do in order to be born again? What must I do in order to inherit eternal life? This is a person who searches for answers. This is a question who's searching for the truth. And I love what he does because he goes to the Lord and he's saying to himself, I am not complete in my own self. There is something that is missing. And quite a number of people go through these experiences in their own lives where they start asking, is there something that is missing in my life? Is there a piece in this puzzle that is probably the most important one? Because once they discover that which is missing, they then live life to the full. But now we do not really know what led Nicodemus to go to Jesus. But we know that when he's there with him, they have a very important conversation. And he opens up to Jesus and the author only tells us that which he believes is important. But there must have been quite a number of other things that they spoke about. Now, I am looking into my life and I'm asking you to look into your own life. Is there a possibility that all that I've lived for was a lie? Or is there a possibility that I've always believed this to be the truth? And only to discover and to find out that something else is the truth. And this is a, a search for meaning. This is a search. But it's also to a large degree about someone who feels that they have been betrayed. Or someone who feels incomplete. Someone who feels that I need more to my life. Have you ever gone through that experience where you say, Surely there must be more to life than this. Surely there must be more to growing up than this. Surely there must be more to being a human person. Surely there must be more into being a Christian. Surely there must be more that the Lord demands, expect of me. Have you ever gone through an experience where you see how God has been faithful in your life? And I'm only looking into my own and I say, but Lord, I can never thank you enough for all that you have done and for all that you are doing for me. What is it that I can do to thank you? What is it that I can do to change and to grow and to become better? And so I love the conversation from that aspect, but it also touches me from the aspect of Jesus. 
how Jesus is able to open the scriptures to Nicodemus. He takes him through what they experience in the wilderness. He says, remember Moses, you remember how the people were in the wilderness and how they disobeyed God and how the Lord sent out uh, the snakes and they were being killed. But remember how the Lord intervened and he asked Moses to make a bronze serpent. And he said, whoever looks at that serpent would live. And so Jesus wants to take Nicodemus to what he knows, to what he has studied, to what he has lived for. And he says, what do you know and what has been revealed to you partly has some truth, but I am the completion of the truth. And to a large degree, that's true to all of us. We all have pockets of truths. We have dimensions of truths. Only God has the fullness of the truth. That is why it does not really matter to me why should we have religious debates. It does not really matter to me who's right, who is wrong. Only God has the fullness of truth. To a large degree, what I have is a perception, but I call it truth. What you have is a perception, but you may call it truth. But the one person who has not just a perception, who has the truth in its fullness, that is God. And so he says, as Moses lifted up that serpent, so shall too be the son of man. I will be lifted up. But he dares go further as they were saved by looking at the bronze serpent. So will you too be saved by gazing at me at the cross. Now this is mind-blowing. This is shocking. Now, why is it shocking? Because Jesus is saying to this learned friend, Nicodemus, don't look at the crucifixion as a demise of the truth. Don't look at the crucifixion as the triumph of evil, but rather look at the crucifixion as the place where God saves his people. Now, crucifixion was very cruel, was painful, and it was a terrible death sentence by the Romans to the foreigners. But Jesus says, look at that experience and see the hand of God. My dear brothers and sisters, you may have gone through gruesome, painful, frustrating, lonely experiences and times in your life. You may be going through that, the anguish of the soul. You may be feeling all alone. You may be depressed. You may be angry. You may be losing your mind, your faith, and everything else. Jesus says to us, as the Son of Man is lifted up, as you are being lifted up, that is where salvation comes. That God never abandons us. You may be missing your loved one. You may be questioning, where am I going to get the money to sustain my family? 
You've been asking for jobs. You may be feeling that you are under the attack. You may be feeling that things are just not moving forward. That's your crucifixion. That's your cross. But in it lies your salvation. And Jesus, in having this discussion with Nicodemus, he says, believe in me, then you'll have eternal life. And this theme is quite powerful in the Gospel of John. I have come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. This is John chapter 10, verse 10. I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you cannot bear any fruits. This is an invitation from God to be with us. But there's something that he says to Nicodemus that he also says to us. And for me, this is the totality of everything. God loved his only begotten son. But he also loved the world. That's important. That Jesus is loved. The world is loved. And he says, for God sent well, it begins by saying, for God loved the world. For God loves the world. For God will continue to love the world. For God is loving the world. That's powerful. That even when things are like this, God still loves us. That God continuously is loving us. I am a mess, but God still loves me. I am a failure, but God is loving me. I have disappointed him, but God continues to love me. I will fail him, but he will continue to love me. And that's important. It's important to know that I am loved. It is important to know that I'm celebrated. It is important to know that I matter to God. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide you. And may the healing powers of God be upon you, your family, your lives, your loved ones. May you find strength in God today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.